Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Music Weekly Podcast. My name is Tim Borden and this is a podcast born straight out of lockdown. We're going to talk to some of the latest indie alternatives artists. We're going to speak to them about their music, how they started, where they're going. So don't forget to sub, rate, review and follow us on Instagram, Indie Music Weekly Podcast. Yeah, so quite record now. So, one, two, three. Look at that, that was yeah, spot on. Not bad. Love that, but, mate. That'd be sweet. When we bang that together now, it should be a piece of piss. I did it the other day and I had like three people on. But I started because yeah. I was so keen. So I was like, I'm fucking going to forget record. I'm no one going to forget it. So I banged it straight away. And yeah, then yeah. like two more people joined in the conversation. So when I laid all the audio out in um, audition, it was fucking all over the place. Everyone was talking over the top of each other. I was like, what's oh, going mate. on here? But then I realized I, like, people joined after. I do a bit of um, podcast editing myself. And um I, I I do this one where sometimes it's it's always three of them, and occasionally they'll get a guest on, so kind of a similar problem. And most of the time is spent just like trying to work out who the hell's talking to yeah, who yeah. when they're saying that thing there. It's just a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? But it was for that, yeah. So, but luckily it was the first time I made that mistake. I was like, well, I ain't fucking doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, so well, we kick it off. Tom, how you doing? Very well, thanks, Tim. How are you doing yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, not too bad at all. So, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, really? That's yeah, of course. Kick so, off. Um, I'm in Venus de Milo. Uh, I'm in the band with Josh, Jake and Ryan. We're uh, an indie band, four-piece. Um, we kind of make catchy tunes about mental health and relationships basically if that's you were it. to so, boom. put it in a box done <laughs> yeah that's it so you know that's probably all you needed to know so I, it's it. nice chatting to you yeah too. yeah no worries thanks that mate well, I'll be <laughs> so that's it um yeah so what so is it uh bass guitar drum keys or yeah we've got ryan on drums and ryan we, we all come from the same kind of music background, which we started out loving like pop punk and emo. And Ryan has got that like that energy behind his drums. And then somewhere down the line, I kind of got more into indie and I've been trying yeah. to get him to, you know, <laughs> play the, the kind of more the more light stuff uh, in the in the recent past. But he's still got that like energy in the in the performances now. So I think that kind of helps us out in, and giving us that yeah, little yeah. bit of something different. And then we've got Jake on bass. Jake joined the band uh, about a couple of years ago. And uh, he's got he's got that typical bass demeanour where he's cool on fuck. stage. You would think <laughs> that he, yeah, cool as fuck, basically. He's got like the perfect bass stare and he does all the perfect bass stink faces. Yeah, yeah. So you would think that he's kind of moody if you just saw him on stage, but he's actually... An absolute kitten, and he's All the just work's a going lovely on. bloke. That's the yeah. thing you got to poke and him, see if he's still alive. <laughs> That's it, yeah. But uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's been smashing out the bass lines for us for the last couple of years, and then on guitars and the other vocalist in the band is Josh, who uh, me and Josh have been mates for years, and well, I say mates for years and years. We're cousins, and we're born like six weeks apart, so we've literally known each other. All our lives. So we've been playing in bands together since we've been like 10 years old or something. When I say playing in bands, I mean like jumping around my mom's living room, jumping, yeah, you know, pretending that we're in a band. But uh but yeah, so that's that's the crew. 
Wicked. Is it sounds good. So, what? Where did it all kick off for you guys? When did you start? Because look at your Spotify. You guys been out for a while now. Yeah, we've come, we've come in dribs and drabs because um, we started the band originally. Um, me and Ryan did with two of our other mates from uni in 2015, and um, we so like that was like the first bit of Venus de Milo, and we released um, our first three singles, which were Sophia, Bite My Tongue, and Sinking Ships. And then, to be honest, we um, we kind of stopped in about 20, late 2016, early 2017, just because we were all going in different musical directions, really. Like, I, I was pulling one way, Ryan was pulling another, yeah. Chrissy, who was our original bassist, was going another. And it was kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't really like the, the kind of, the mutual direction wasn't there but then we got it going again in 2019 um released an ep this time uh jake joined us on bass and josh was in on guitars as well um and yeah and so we've been kind of cracking on again since we released our first ep in the summer of 2019 now here we are two years later we're good yeah no it sounds good so how does it create like the writing process? How does that work? Are you majorly in charge of that or does everyone have a, have a crack at it? Well, it, it changes from song to song. So, um, I mean, I, I do quite a bit of the songwriting. Um, I think the, the most common process will be that I'll make a demo, like the bare bones of a song, and I'll do that on Logic and... Uh, you know, put some like basic drums in and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And then the band will listen to it and go, no, 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 that's all wrong. This is what you really want to do with it. And then they'll bring it to life basically. And they'll add yeah. in their parts and they'll kind of make it a million times better than it was when I first brought it to him. Sorry, my mic is just falling down. So I'm just going <laughs> to, if you can hear that, I'm just pulling it back up again. No, um, but yeah, so it, and, it, it does vary from song to song though, because like holding you a latest single, just getting that in there straight away, you know. Yeah, new, yeah, he's plugging tune. it. Look at him; he's on the plugs. <laughs> this boy, he knows how it works. <laughs> um, it's uh, that that song is probably the least involved I have been in writing a Venus de Milo song. In terms of like, usually I would be there right at the start, but that song um, was actually written originally by a guy that's that's not in our band he's a guy called matt cooper who's in a band called spring offensive um he's one of my older brother's mates and we discovered the band because my brother came back from union he was like this is my mate you need to listen to yeah, this yeah. band they're fucking incredible and he wasn't wrong like we me and josh became obsessed with them and um and listened to all their tunes going to all their gigs and stuff and uh and they released their album a few years ago, but haven't released new music for a, a little while. And um, he played us this song when we were having a few drinks a year ago or something like that. And um, it was it was kind of like, it was one of those where he had put a few ideas down, but didn't quite know exactly where it was going to go or what he was going to do with yeah, it. Yeah. And me and Josh just, just like, straight away were like, we'll have it. We want it. We want to yeah, work yeah. on it. We want to, we want to like fully realize it. So we just like, it, went off the next couple of weeks and that was it and and that was it and that's where that song came from so that's like a completely different approach to what we yeah it does feel do. 
it does feel different to all your other stuff. It sounds a lot more, uh, I don't know, ele- electronic or got that sort of feel to it, I would say. Yeah, so you, like the 808 that's in there, the, um, the song starts with and then runs through the song, the doop-a-doop-boop-boop thing. Um, that was in Matt's original demo. Yeah, yeah. And I listened to that and I was like, that's not something I'd come up with um, personally because I wouldn't even think of that in the first place. And it's stuff like that, which then can spark your own ideas off. Yeah, for sure. When you, when you hear something that is just like out of your comfort zone. Um, so it, it gave us a really nice platform, you know, his original ideas to then make something else with it. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a big, um, I'm a big believer in, collaborations and stuff and it's one of those where usually a lot of artists I don't know if they would necessarily admit to it because there's this kind of myth that you should never admit to having ghostwriters or other songwriters work yeah, with yeah. you on on your stuff but it happens all the time and I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all because at the end of the well, day it's really. just about creating great music yeah that's it I mean people give you an idea and that's how it works now I suppose so yeah I mean, it's not quite like, you know, the Ariana Grande tunes where they've got like 67 songwriters, you know, yeah, yeah. All, all sat in the studio and they make 17 tunes a day. But it's like, um, I, I think it's a it's a good thing to bounce off other people, especially people whose musical opinions you respect as well. So. Yeah, I think so, for sure. That's, that's how all great ideas come to life, isn't it? That's it, man. I would that's think it. so, yeah, yeah. I won't be worried about that. I'm sure he's got rights, so he'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he was cutted, so I'm sure, I'm, I hope he's happy anyway, mate, if you're listening. Drop me a message if you're not. <laughs> yeah, or message someone else. Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah, just slag me off by on my back. It's all right, whatever you want to do. <laughs> hi. Lizzie, hi. Hi. Welcome to uh, Venus de Milo TV.
So you spoke about your latest tune there a little bit. I don't know if you want to talk about some of the other stuff you got available for people's ears. Yeah, well, um, so last year we released our second EP, Northern Lights, and that was a weird one, to be honest, because um, we started releasing it just as coronavirus started happening. Yeah. And it was in this tricky stage where at first, you know, loads of artists were saying, oh, we're, we're pulling our music, we're not going to release it at this time. because." It, like, yeah. If you can't tour it, so firstly, it's harder to promote it, but also, is it really right to be pushing, you know, promoting yourself in a time where everyone's locked up at home in a pandemic? But we kind of had a, a a problem in the sense of, well, firstly, we'd already sent it off to Spotify, and we have we had no idea how we could take it back again. Yeah, fuck so knows anything like, works with Spotify, so that's it. That's gone oh, forever now. Yeah, like they're going to go like, oh, guys, stop everything. Venus de Milo want to take their tunes back. Yeah, they want to yeah. push it back by six months. Like, they don't give a shit. But um, but then secondly, as well, we kind of we looked at it from the opposite angle, which is everyone's really bored at home. Like they need something new to keep them going. Yeah, I, think. I don't think so. So we didn't see it as a, a reason to to stop. But um but yeah, so we, we released that last year and it's something we're um, proud of because I think it was the first time that we really, uh, you know, looked into what we wanted to do with our sound. And that was when we started really looking into what we could do with synths and yeah, yeah. And, and push outside of being a guitar, bass and drums band, basically. Uh, so, that, so that's out there. And then um, the single before that was called The Rest Is Just Noise. Um which is uh, which came out the year before, which we are all you know we also like um, the people often misinterpret the rest is just noise as us saying that every other band is shit in there, but their music is just noise. <laughs> but that's not what we meant by it at all. What we meant was like it came from a conversation that we had, which was along the lines of when we were talking about getting back together again and, and making more music. Was we were like, oh well, there's all these reasons. To not yeah. do it, like Ryan's got a family now, and uh, you know we're, we're trying to get jobs that pay us well enough to not be absolutely skint all the time, and this, that, and the other. And we went, you know what? That's all just noise. Let's just make the music we want to make and put it out there and see what happens. So um, that's the very long-winded answer to uh, what other music we got out yeah, there yeah, for sweet. you. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, so uh, if you could give us a stream would be much appreciative one would appreciate it get him off the beans and cheese oh mate so much beans and so much cheese <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> i want a bit of variation yeah so talk, a little bit a little tune that stuck out for me is deja vu when cool. i was listening yeah. through your spotify so i do if you want to tell me a little bit about that you don't have to you can just say yeah it's good yeah it's good <laughs> so that that song actually um goes back a little while to like the first version of the band when we were at uni and um it it started out being called tequila because um our original guitarist ruben always used to say that the riff sounded like the song tequila yeah whereas our version is so it's got a little bit of that going on but um but yeah it's like um i think i i wrote it when i was 
particularly pissed off about some girl or something, you know, <laughs> way back down the line. And um, I think looking looking back at it, it's like it's it's a mudslinging song basically, and I don't really advocate that because I think looking back at it when we were recording it, I was like, well, actually, what happened in reality was that you know just because you fall out with someone doesn't necessarily mean that they're a terrible person but that's like that's your automatic reaction yeah, when, yeah. When, in, when something like that happens and your your pride is bruised is that's that you automatically sorry mate go on that's the thing with music as well it's just, just a sh- snapshot in time exactly yeah especially of like how you feel at the moment so those things don't happen necessarily progress that could be just how far the time yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's a great way of putting it. Is that like it's it's interesting to listen back to tunes like that and go, oh, that's I I thought that or I felt that at the time, but looking back at it, I don't now. But you know, it's it's nice to be able to tap into. Um, that's that's what my thinking was. Not necessarily in that instance, because in that instance, I was you know I had proper sour grapes going on, but yeah. um, but you know it's uh you can only write what you know really at the time and that's what i knew yeah, at yeah. that time well if, if you didn't feel it or it wasn't a motive it'd be a shit yeah. song wouldn't it so it would be a shit song <laughs> so that's what some people about. might still think it is but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what i'll do there is so the tunes we spoke about i'll just drop them in so everyone can listen yeah. and give them a little run as it goes through so if you could support a band, any band, dead or alive, we can dig them up for this. Uh, <laughs> who would it be? For a shape. Um, alive. I really like Low Island. Have you come across them? No, I haven't. No, I will write it down now. They're like electronic indie bands that are, you know, that I reckon this time next year they'll be massive they'll be up there you know with with the biggins in the uk music industry yeah i think that you know they've, they've got a tune on fifa now so it's oh, only it. a matter of time job done yeah Sign the but, um, when i was actually doing the songwriting session with um matt cooper for for holding you that i was talking about before he got me onto him he was like this is the kind of music that he's listening to at the moment yeah and uh, because he had actually they had supported his band a couple of years before and they were relatively unknown at that point and um he had carried on listening to them ever since and then he told me to and and i was just like yeah so all the way back from london after the session i just smashed out every tune they had on spotify yeah yeah and um ever since then i've been uh well into them so yeah i think the the reason why i'd like to support them is because like their shows I've never actually had the chance to go to one because of the bloody pandemic. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's oh, all yeah. the rage right now. And, um, but I was, I was meant to be going to see them and, uh, but I've seen like clips on YouTube and like this live sessions that they do. They just look like they've got a great energy on stage. Um, so yeah, they, they'd be one. Um, I think, you know, if you're going old school, Fleetwood Mac, but that's just because I've never been able to get tickets to go and see them. So then, like, you'd automatically have tickets if you were. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
they're not going to let you go off stage and then go right out you go come on <laughs> yeah i suppose that'd be a fair show actually oh but well, i love that have you seen that uh the fleetwood mac tune that's been floating around tiktok dreams i think isn't it oh yeah with the guy is, what's he doing he's like drinking, drinking a yeah yeah drinking like cranberry juice or something like that. but fuck me when i heard that <laughs> I heard the video again. I could not stop listening to that song. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's one of my go-to cover songs. Whenever I've done like um, uh, live streams during lockdown, I've I've got like a, a version of the song that I do with my loop yeah, pedal, yeah. and it's just so chill. It's so good. Oh, sweet. Um, I'm trying to dig, I'll try and find that. I fucking love that. I'm sure. I'm sure I've seen it because I think Nick Fleetwood recreated it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he was on a buggy or something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching the um, same four documentaries about Fleetwood Mac with my girlfriend over and over again. And um, there's one of them where uh, Stevie Nicks is talking about that shoot and she's comparing it to Go Your Own Way. Because uh, yeah. obviously they're, f- they're from the same album written about the same thing, but from from one of them's uh, from her perspective and one of them's from his. And, and Go Your Own Way, she's like, what I try to do is that I tried to make the song that was like, yeah, it's sad now, but we've got hope in the future. Whereas his is just vile. He's just saying horrible shit. <laughs> and um, Yeah, so go your own way. It never really done it for me. I'm not a fan of it. I, I do love it. It is, it is still a, it's still a big banger, but I think if you were to, if Dreams and Go Your Own Way was to go head to head in a heavyweight boxing match, I think Dreams would probably... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It. I couldn't even tell you. I can't encapsulate it. I just... Just fucking love listening to it. I don't know what to do. I've got yeah. no reason for it either. Like a lot of stuff with music is you have like an emotional connection or like a memory and stuff like that. But I just listened to it. I was like, fucking, I really love this song. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's just one of the best tunes ever, in my opinion. Yeah, fair play. So that's easy then. So Low Island. So there's yeah. a little drop for you if you haven't heard them. Well, I haven't heard them, so I'm going to check them out for sure. Definitely do. And, and then Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Sex Parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smash in. So, so you said that it's about 2015 when it all really kicked off for you. So, how long have you been writing music before that? From when you were running around with your cousin? Yeah. So we we were in a band together um, <laughs> when we were like 12. So we started writing songs. Then I think we both probably had a go at writing songs before that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that was when we first actually started like, uh, doing band practices and stuff like that. But I remember being really frustrated because nowhere would give us a gig and yeah, yeah. because obviously we were 13 or whatever. <laughs> so we could like all venues were, if you were lucky 14 plus, I remember us trying to turn up and being like, yeah, we're, we're 14 plus. But our drummer was our bassist little brother who was nine. So <laughs> we, we, we just didn't stand a chance. Um, so like by the, the way, it was... A, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit, yeah. Um, the Osmonds, except we wore skinny jeans and taking back Sunday t-shirts, trying to be emo kids. Um, but yeah, so I think we started writing songs then. And then like me and Josh went in two very different directions at that point because Josh got well into the heavy scene like he was um in a in a way heavier band than i was and then i was kind of going down a more indie slash folk slash acoustic type avenue and wrote some truly terrible songs 
and then we've and then I've kind of like was watching Josh as he was in like more indie-ish rock bands and I was like actually yeah that's what I want to do so then that's when we started doing Venus de Milo um and then that Josh wasn't in the band at that point because he didn't we didn't go to the same uni but then he ended up joining the band because he's like you know he's he's the dude really yeah yeah so where are you guys all based right now Liverpool right yeah yeah it's well it's we're all a bit spread out at the minute um because me and Josh are originally from Litchfield, which is not far from Birmingham. So that's where we are at the minute. And um, then, you know, when all this pandemic stuff is over, we're going back up to to Liverpool. But then um, Ryan and Jake are, are just outside of outside of Liverpool because they're uh, nice and settled up there now. So that's so that's like our base really is, is yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's where we started. Yeah, and and you know we still go up for. The, practices when you're actually allowed to yeah. practice god it feels like a distant memory now it is like but, that, uh, it's been so long it's been so long man especially so about long. up and down where i'm around the country all the time as well i think there's so much fucking music i'm missing out on where like nothing's open or happening even just like open mic notes on like a fucking tuesday evening and stuff like that i was just thinking fucking hell missing out on so much oh god yeah and I, I know that feeling and and the um what's really sad as well is like when I'm in Liverpool, because I still work up there, um, and there's loads, not loads, but a few venues that are like, you know, really integral to the music scene that haven't made it through. And, it, and yeah, it's, it's just rough. like, it's sad walking past and going like, I'm probably, unless they can suddenly find a way after the pandemic, you're, you're never going to go to a gig there again. And no. it's like, whereas usually you get a chance to, maybe go to a last show there or something. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of sad to Ripped see away. these places go. Yeah, it just seemed like a bit of a whimper as well. It's just like, Yes, yeah, it is rough. I just hope there's, hopefully somebody can just come back. And I think it would, I think the desire for it is just going to be so massive that hopefully it can just, people can pull it back around and the venues will get yeah. funded again. It's stuff like that. Yeah, I hope so. I think um, people are maybe... It's not that they were taking it for granted before, but I think there's going to be a period where people really appreciate just gigs firstly, but secondly, just like socialising, just being in the yeah. same place and just having a beer with your mates and going to a show. It's going to be like, it's going to be euphoric. I might cry. I think I'm already crying. I think I will cry. <laughs> definitely cry. Should we come back in five after we've had a chance yeah, to yeah. dab our eyes? Yeah, sounds good. Mm. It's going to be like, fucking hell, someone's going to have to carry me home. As soon as they open the <laughs> and I'm going to take a lot of fucking carrying as well. I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting pulled out of a boozer by four people trying to fucking chuck me in a taxi and we piss right off. Oh, that's the dream, <laughs> mate. That's the dream. Fair play. Have, have, you ever, have you ever been to Super Sweet Boutique in Liverpool? I haven't. Mate, it's haven't, fucking no. class in there. We went in there. It's mad. Do you know whereabouts it is? Uh, there's like um, so on the way f- there's like a little Irish pub on the right hand side and they have music in there all the time okay and it's like up the side alley of that I don't know where it is uh, I reckon I think I know where you are I think you're going up towards like Concert Square or that that sort of area maybe it's okay. one of them Liverpool where for a place of its size it's got so much going on yes, I don't I, work I know for is- the Liverpool Tourism Board but like it's, it's, it's 
impossible to get to know everywhere. Yeah, the problem is I've never been there sober, so I don't <laughs> actually fucking know where anything is anyway. All I know is there's That's like easy. one there's one club right in the middle, and if you go out of one door, you're on Matthew Street. Yeah. If you go out, if you go out the back door, you're somewhere completely fucking different. It's a bit like uh, Lionel Witch and Wardrobe. If you go out of a different <laughs> door, every time you go in there, you fucking end up somewhere else. <laughs> it's a mad place. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's quite good, isn't it? It's got, I think it's like three levels as well. Somewhere. Except in, in Liverpool, Mr. Tumnus would be busking out some Beatles tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in his fucking Sergeant Pepper uniform. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen him play, actually. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. He don't carry no change, though. No change for a fiver. No, no. It's <laughs> annoying that, isn't it? He might, I think he's going to get one of those fancy contactless tap point yeah, things yeah, yeah. It's um, a way forward. But, but yeah, it's uh, this, this seems to be the thing that people always say to me about Liverpool. Because I think, <laughs> like, especially 10 years ago, there was this, like, image around Liverpool that you're going to go there and your car tyres are going to get nicked. But then what that's, over time, they've managed to do a really good job of getting rid of that stereotype. And yeah, now people so. go and, and they they just have a great time and no one's ever come back from Liverpool and said to me, Oh, you know what? I just had a really boring weekend and we didn't do anything. Mate, when I went there, when I went there, one of my friends, it was like the afternoon and we all just like, just, I think we've been up for like an hour or so. because we got back in late and I was like, Oh, should we go for a beer then? He's like, no, no, I'm not going to go for a beer. So I'm just going to go have a little look around, get me haircut. I was like, what the fuck are you on about? I was like, you need to have a look around and get your haircut. So the only thing I want to see is the inside of a fucking Weatherspoons. Get down there. <laughs> I tell you what, though, in Liverpool, like, the one thing you can guarantee is you're going to get a pretty sharp fade on the side of your yeah, head, yeah. Like, you know, from a from a one seamlessly up to a five, and then the long on top. It's like you know, the the scouse look at that. Fair play, yeah. I just thought, fucking hell, what are you doing, man? This is getting it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I suppose it's not a place to look around if you're in that. Yeah, that's it. I do love that. Cool place, mate. Cool place. So that leads us to we spoke about the tunes and yep. music. Uh have you got anything in the pipeline? Anything coming forward? Yeah, man. So we are thinking in the next 12 months uh that we want to release as much as we can. So um I originally went to because we we're working with a, a manager now called Ed and I went to him and said you know I want to let's try and release a song every two months and he was like let's release a song every month and I was like you're not the fucker that has to make the tunes mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> how hard do you want me to work I'm, you know man's got to play FIFA at some point but um but yeah so with with that we're um we're now going to put out as many songs as we can this year basically it's because we want to try and feel like a band and we don't really know when gigs are going to come back and I think yeah, yeah. you know if you can't get new fans on board by playing shows then releasing as much music as we can seems to be the best way forward and like it's one of them where because we've been a band for so long we've got loads of tunes that we've never released and we're writing new stuff all the time so if they're there we might as well yeah, get yeah. them out so yeah, so that, that's the general plan. Fair play, it seems good. It seems promising. Yeah, and then just um, when gigs do come back, just it's never never quit, stop touring. Quit our jobs, <laughs> and yeah, never stop touring, mate. That's that's hopefully the plan. Buy anyway, a, buy a transit with a couple of beds in it, and fucking never stop touring. 
That's it, mate. That's it. That'd, that'd be the dream. I want to be. I want to be three days without a shower, <laughs> having exclusively eaten Mackey's for having done the Holy Trinity every day. Mackey's for breakfast, KFC for lunch, Burger King for dinner. Because that's oh, all you can man. eat on the road. If you yeah, yeah. eat anything else, then uh, <laughs> if you're going to eat anything else, then you've got to go to Marks and Spencers in a service station somewhere and spend like fifteen quid, for a quid on a sandwich, you like, know, yeah. depressing salad. I got stung at Waitrose today, man. Yeah, exactly. Fucking seven so quid. You, you... A little meal deal. Sandwich. Go to Waitrose. That... I know. Fucking chilling off, and I. Was it the best sandwich you've ever had in your entire life? Fuck. Was it fuck? It went worth seven quid. <laughs> yeah. But in that case, I'd suggest. But, uh, but yeah. So uh, hopefully we can. Hopefully we can uh, just. Get, keep the ball rolling basically that's that's yeah, that's it. the plan is lockdown been productive have you got a lot done or yeah it has actually well i've i've been um quite lucky through lockdown that um i've got a bit of because I, I i'm a producer as well and um me and my mate alex i've, I've got a studio and uh past street studios in liverpool but through lockdown we've basically just taken our stuff out of the studio and brought it brought it home so so well my stuff I mean I don't I don't live with him and his girlfriend I think that would probably you know probably step on their toes a yeah, bit yeah well you never know but, um, <laughs> have you watched have you watched Tiger King well, I, <laughs> you had three husbands <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true I don't know if he's going to go for a Tiger King <laughs> anytime soon but um, but yeah so I've just been um able to make tunes here and and the lads have also got setups at their place like ryan's got an electric kit so he doesn't keep the baby up with his you know yeah, yeah. normal loud kit and uh, josh has got some recording stuff and so is jake so we've been managing to keep going i think the main thing through lockdown is keeping motivated it's so hard yeah that's it someone sent me some people uh, have probably found the same someone sent me some like um i don't know they're not like productivity cards but they're just like inspiration cards there's 52 of them in there. You just open them up on a PDF and just pick one. And then you just use that as your like inspiration for a meeting or like a mind map or whatever you want to do. They're pretty sweet. That yeah. Just, cool. just gives you a bit of stuff like that works, doesn't it? It gives you a bit of an idea to like go in a different direction sometimes, especially in the days where you're thinking, fucking hell, what am I going to do today? Or what am I going to do about this? It just gives you a bit of like, because I think if you're left with a choice yourself, you sort yeah. of just go round and round and round, don't you? But if you're forced to make a choice, or someone gives you that choice, you just do it, don't you? Yeah, I think also with with this lockdown and the one in November as well. Like I found in the first one, especially, I got stuck in a bit of a rut. To be honest, I mean, I wrote our next single during that time, but that was about one of the only things I did do during that first lockdown. Was, yeah, I think it's structure for me. Like if I don't have any structure, then I'm fucked. Then. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. It's just like getting getting that balance. Although it is, I am starting to get to that point where I'm, you know, feeling a bit like a caged animal now. Yeah. I want to, yeah, feeling like one of those tigers in Tiger King. <laughs> so I'm not planning on eating anyone's arm anytime soon. Anyone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it. Then we've got some good stuff to look forward to. Really. Well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully you like it. Um, hopefully, everyone else likes it. Where, where did the name Venus de Milo come from? 
so origin <laughs> originally we started telling people that it was like you know it was to do with the statue and it was to do with this that and the other but it wasn't at all it was because my mate at uni um we were watching the simpsons in my student halls and um there's an episode where homer gets in trouble for sexual harassment when he <laughs> peels a gummy bear off his babysitter's bum and he goes mm, precious venus to milo uh, and um then uh, my, my mate went oh, i've always thought venus de milo would be a sick name for a band and we were trying to name the band at that point i was like it, it would be a sick name for a band Sold. so uh that 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 was it right there yeah so um so yeah so it's um i can't pretend that it's anything any deeper than watching the simpsons to be honest with you that's good enough for me i'm sold Absolutely. on it I think also Fallout Boy got their name from The Simpsons, so I feel like we've got that affinity. Yeah, yeah. With each other now, where they've got to take some tour. <laughs> I'd agree with that. I'll put a word yeah. in. If you could, that'd be awesome. So <laughs> we spoke about the tunes. We spoke about how you got there and the creative process and everyone in the band. So we might as well just have a little random question to finish up, really. Go on then. So. If a penguin walked in wearing a sombrero, what would yeah. he say? And why would he be there? What would he say? Yeah. Oh. Well, if what I would say, firstly, is <laughs> like, I didn't know that penguins came from Mexico. Slash, <laughs> where did you get the sombrero? But what would he say? I think you'd come in with like a slick one-liner that I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not racially profile here in, in one, but to try to respond to it. Um, I think he'd just be like, can I get, get a beer please? And then the bar would be like, oh, Corona would be like, no. No, fuck just, any, that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think um, we actually had a, a penguin in one of our music videos. <laughs> so I put him in a sombrero and see what he says. Top down. Yeah. See what happens. Sweet. That brings Off us to the end. That's it. I'm glad we could finish on a poignant pinnacle. Yeah, the, the real chat. <laughs> the tough, so, the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. So what it is really is just for you to let everyone know where they can find you and find your stuff. Cool. Well, on social media, we are at VNSDMLO. Uh, on YouTube. Couldn't smile. Couldn't smile no, no, <laughs> Venus de Milo is unfortunately taken. And it was either that or like Venus de Milo 76124, yeah, which yeah, we didn't yeah. think was that catchy. So uh, uh, we're not on MSN now, boy. No, exactly. So we had to go for Venus de Milo. Um, yeah, so Say it again for us. Venus de Milo. So it's VNS DMLO. Or if you type in Venus de Milo, hopefully it will come up. And then yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all those kinds of places. So if you get a chance to check us out, that'd be awesome. Wicked. All right, thanks, Thomas. Good to speak to you. Yeah, great to speak to you too, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Indie Music Weekly Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Catch you again. <laughs>